Hello, and welcome to episode 88 of the summer School's Out for Summer Cast, and you were right, I didn't mess that up. You made it up. long. I made you it made too it long. long. But hey. Speaking I, of I, too I, long, Sam. Yo. How you doing? It's been a while. It has been a long time. Not since we've actually seen each other. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I was a little nervous for a little too, bit. I was like, speaking of too long, I have something I need your medical professional <laughs> opinion on. Um, uh, it's been a while to do this. How are you? Good. Good. You know, things are just... Typical busy, you know, with everything end of going school on. End of is school ridiculous. Yeah, with uh, you know, summer school right around the corner, and then also just the other activities that we have involved. You know, just kind of getting them prepared for end of school, beginning of that. My oldest possibly has a job this summer, so that's interesting. Um, so we'll see how that goes. It's someplace that she could walk to, so it would work out well. It just kind of depends on, I guess, what they would want her to work. Mm. Um. But yeah, you know, we've got that among other life fun things. Are any of your kids doing summer school? Yeah, all three of them. All three of them? Yeah, all three of them. So our entire plan for summer school for Austin had been driver's ed. I told them we weren't signing up for classes. And because of that, we weren't signing Logan up for summer school classes. And it came time to do everything and then sign up for summer school classes. And I couldn't find driver's ed. And we've had this discussion since then. They have removed driver's ed last year. Yeah. And so then we were ill-prepared to pick classes for summer school, and it just – and then we were – Austin was struggling with some grades, and we just got hyper-fixated on making sure school finished well for both yeah. kids. And then it was like – How'd that go? Did you do okay? Um, <clears throat> so he went into the end of February with four Fs. Ooh, golly. So one class – the highest he was able to get was a D plus. Oh, yeah, yeah. But at the end of February, he was sitting at 6% in the class. And he finished at like Yikes. 68, 69. Yeah. All the other classes, Bs and okay. Cs. So. Is this just, I was talking with my oldest, who knows, you know, they've been with right. each other forever. Just kind of a lack of motivation. You know, can you just? It's a lot of things. I think he's always been a really good student. He's always been a B and an A student. Yeah. And um, after, I don't know how to say this. It's a mixture of he couldn't focus and have motivation, mm-hmm. and too much time talking to certain people. Okay. And I, mean, I think he got too into the social life that high school brings you. Right, absolutely. And, and I mean, it's, it, that's not uncommon for, right. you know, you get into high school, you have all these new opportunities, new people that you're meeting and everything, and yep. it's just like the discussions that can be had and everything. I mean, it's it's a challenge. Especially when the first semester was always. Yeah, And so then exactly. the second semester the starts the same and then just yeah. nosedive. But I will say what I found interesting was, with the exception of one or two people, Everybody that was kind of a distraction for him, I kind of found a way because he was in a group call chat. I put him on blast in front of them and said, hey, just so you guys know, Austin's failing four classes and this is distracting him and he's not doing his homework right now like yeah. he's supposed to be doing. Almost all of them were like, Austin. Yeah, kind of a big call do your, do your goddamn schoolwork. Yeah. and Well, I mean, and that's the thing, like <clears throat> moving on to – the next grade like i don't know how it works in high school but it's you know like people can get held back you know like yeah. i know that people like in like in uh the elementary schools like there were kids that were held back because they weren't meeting the yep. milestones that they needed we'll to. see and that was the big the big thing with him was and i told him i said 
So they have stricter rules for kids in advanced classes. And I'm like, I don't know if D is passing in yeah. an advanced class. And, and when I was in school and in regular stupid people classes, I, I, a D was fine. I was happy with a D because it just meant I passed. Right. I told him, I'm like, two of these Fs are in your core four classes, which are advanced classes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Ds are passing. So you got to get your shit together, basically, yeah. is the, the talk. So yeah. I said, you are, you are at risk of repeating ninth grade. And I think that like really was like, I don't, I don't want to do this again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just an FYI on the driver's ed thing. There are driver ed um, classes offered that are not associated with the school. You have to pay an extra they're expense. Oh, I haven't looked into the cost yet. So how p- five to six hundred dollars for driver's ed, whereas okay, the school right. district was I'm, offering. I know. It's so disappointing. I don't understand why they took it off the curriculum. I bet I, I have a feeling it was it, in the last couple of years too. It was it literally was, last last year. Was it? Okay. I I, I have a <laughs> Teachers feeling having too many panic attacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a feeling it was very large part of that was COVID related and using a car that they were all sharing. Mm. Yeah. And and maybe just being like, we don't know how long this is going to last because in the middle of the summer yeah. last year. It still looked kind of bleak, like nobody knew what was happening. Kids yeah. were still doing at home stuff, so I'm sure. I just have a feeling it was a let's Maybe just get just rid kind of, of it. A, Maybe in a couple of years. Well, I'm riding with my, you know, <laughs> my, <laughs> teenager. I can see why, man. Oh man, that would be stressful. I told Monica, it's like karma for me, or not karma. The way my world works is, we're gonna get him through this. He's gonna get a license, and then they're just gonna bring him back next year, and then I'm gonna be like. I hate Probably so. I hate the world. Probably so. World. Uh, Sam? Yes, sir. Oh, I said I wanted to talk about this. I, the word FOMO, the word... I heard a new one yesterday. It was gas. Um, gear, acquisis, gear acquisition something, something. I mean, it starts with an S. So right, I don't... Acquisition something. That yeah, is. something, something. Um, gas with two S's. <laughs> so it, I, I have... The Rodecaster Pro that we use to record, mm-hmm. which I think you both, we both can agree this has made this sound better mm-hmm. and our production quality has gone up just yeah. using this thing. It's been easier definitely for it took, what you do. So it took, it took me four years to finally break down and buy this thing because it's not cheap. Um, and in year five, again, well, they'll do it next year. In year five of its life cycle, they've released a new one. Of course. They just, they just announced it, and it comes out in, like, two weeks. That's so much better than this, and it's pissing me off. But what's also interesting to me, though, is it's only $100 more than this one was. Mm-hmm. I was I've watched so many people that got to play with it, look at it, and it goes, this thing is, like, probably $3,000 worth of equipment in this little box. And so I'm like... I was tweeting people last night. Hey, road, road, make a trade in things. Like one of the things you can now have two phones, Bluetooth that you can use at the same time. Um, all of these, and I'm not trying to sell you. I'm more just informing you because no, no, I've no. been thinking about it. So, like, see how we have four mic things here, yeah. and then these three. So now there's only six spots, but all of them are customizable. Mm-hmm. I can make these two be these, these two be phones. And these two be other things. And they've changed all of these. And the thing that made me like, I looked at Monica and I went, of course they did. Because of course they did. I don't always remember. <laughs> right? Because I have to change the page at the top here. Yeah. There's a, a left-right page here. 
Okay. And I saw that when I opened it up and I went, God damn it, that's this page swapping thing Brandon, there that I would never forget. This is fine. This is fine. I know. You don't I know. need the other one. Now I'm going to tell like you what though. What we are doing. I'm going to tell you though. This is fine. Because I emailed the people I bought this from because they're one of their primary sellers. Um, I said, if there is any way possible that I could trade this in for like all but a hundred dollars of the cost to upgrade, a hundred or two hundred dollars, please let me know. Because if I only have to spend, you're wild, man. You are a FOMO gas. I am. I'm. I'm a. I have, I have problems. <laughs> you do have problems. Mostly, mostly, it usually just happens with video games. Occasionally, but, tech. But, but occasionally, occasionally yeah. it's tech. Because if it was fully tech, trust me, we wouldn't be using these microphones. We wouldn't be using these headphones. Yeah. I would have probably had like an entire table built just for doing yeah. this. This is great. This um, is working well. I know. You Sam. Else. What's been in your face? Uh, the river. The Missouri River. The Missouri River. river. For so you didn't do you, you didn't do your 40 thing, but you this was a Yeah, this so me and my friend Justin, um, fan of the show. Shout out to Justin. 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 Um so him and I are I've talked about are planning on doing a Missouri 340 mile canoe race, which basically goes from Cobb Point here in Kansas City to Lexington. So basically across the entire, you know, state, kind of out and um not Lexington, sorry, out into St. Louis, basically, St. Joe. I said Lexington. Lexington was where this last race was. So we did the Missouri shootout, which was the first 51 miles of the race, which went from Call Point to Lexington. How, how many are in the actual race? In the, which one? The 40. The 340? Yeah, the 340. Like how many people? How many miles? Oh, 340 miles. Oh, a three, okay. That's why it's 340. So, so yeah. this was the first 50 of 50 the 51 miles. The exact of the, first The exact 50. same okay. race. So my friend and I, Justin, decided to do the first 51 miles just to kind of get a feel of like, how is this going to go? Do we think it's actually possible for us to complete this race? And, you know, do we have what equipment step wise and stuff do we need? Um, and so we did it. He has a old canoe called an old, old town canoe. Um, so he owns that canoe. He owns that canoe. Oh, already. He okay. owns that, that makes canoe. a little more sense. now. And you know, we talked about it whenever I've been down there, he was kind of showing it to me. He's like, man, it's real heavy. And I was like, yeah, but let's just do it. We'll see how it well, goes. You get in the yeah. Water. And we'll just see how it feels. Exactly. Let's see how it feels. Well, you know, as we kind of, Hey, as a fat guy, I know personally water makes things lighter. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, as we get into you know, the, the race and everything like that. We've learned a lot. And I will say the Missouri, the Old Town Canoe felt like canoeing a tank down the river. It was just, I mean, it's just heavy. It's just unwieldy. We, you know, went with the most basic. We had no rudder. We had no skirt on it. It was, we had a headwind. What is a skirt? Um, so a skirt fits around the top of a canoe or whatever type of flotation you know device you're using around you people around the top yeah like around okay. the top oh, and you, it, it you may people. not go around us it may you know it just may cover some of the right. you know keep inner, water from splashing in splashing in and also wind wind from your using your whatever canoe or whatever as kind of like a sail basically of like pushing you oh. in because we had a headwind we were on the river for eight hours basically we had a headwind probably for six of those hours which. <sighs> sucks because it felt like we were paddling against you know the wind just moving up in this you know the missouri river it's we were going with the flow we were going down the current right. so if anything we felt like we should have gotten a little bit of a like oh right. we're moving along well the Did wind like the it. dead bodies i mean it's a exactly. shitty river to try to yeah, go exactly so it's one of you know 
we had no skirt. We had no rudder. We had this big canoe. We packed. We weren't sure how much to pack because we were just like, man, we don't know how much water we're going to need, how much food we're going to need. You know, what's this going to look like? But we're just like, let's just try this out and see how it feels. So we went along. And boy, oh boy, like it was just, it was rough. And it just was one of those things we thought we would give, get some time to maybe rest along the way to kind of like have an actual, like, let's have a little bit of a lunch right now and, you know, just sit and eat and stuff like that. No, we, as we are kind of paying attention to our time and also the different markers on the river and everything, we were like, we're going at the pace we need basically to complete the race by the time it ends. So I was like, okay, we're just going to have to keep going, which we did. We just kept going and going. The only two times that we actually really kind of stopped and slowed down our pace is one guy fell off his kayak at one point. And so we kind of were paddled over to him and said, do you want us to like help you hold that up? Which he said, no. And then um, there's these sand barges that go on the river. And when the sand barges go, they send out waves, obviously. And um, we saw four of them while we were there. And they were just these big waves, and it's kind of like we got to hit them head on because if we are turned to the side and the wave hits us, we well, may could lean, we could put, you know fall over and yeah. everything. Even though the old tan canoe is pretty stable, I will right. give I will give it that it's a stable canoe. And it's not a shallow river. No, it's not a shallow river at all. What I was reading, like average, is like about ten to twenty feet on the river. Right. So with the current, <laughs> with, with that, um, when we were going by one of the barges, probably about thirty miles into it another canoe tipped and it had like a guy and we're guessing his son, a dad and a son, but they were in the middle of the river. Now, as we kind of have been on the river more now, the, you know, the current is going downstream obviously, but there are places where it's picked up a little bit more. It is. And these are marked by green and red markers to kind of give you an idea of where the current is. So you can kind of stay in it a little bit better. Middle of the river, current doesn't flow quite as much. Right. And so these people were right in the middle of the bar, you know, the river. And because you got to get out of the way of the barge, like it's coming up towards you. You don't want to go have it crash into you. And they tipped. So, you know, we once again went over there and Justin's like, man, this is going to take some time, but it's the right thing to do. And I was like, I agree. Let's go over and see if they need any help. If they don't, we'll just keep going. But if they do, we'll help them out. So we go over there and they said, yeah, do you mind like kind of towing us over to the, the so, bank? So really time doesn't matter for you guys because this is a test. This is the test, so who gives a shit time? Yeah, I mean, exactly. That is kind of one of those things, like, we would like to know our average speed just because that'll let us know when we get on the 340, what time are we going to need to be, uh, what time are we going to complete? And with the 340, there are checkpoints along the way, and if you don't meet those checkpoints at certain times, you're disqualified. So I was like, we need to make sure we're meeting those. So if you were in second place and that happened to the leader. What's that? If you were in second place and that the leader tipped over like that. Oh, if we well, I think if, you know, first of all, we were not by any means <laughs> no, close. No, I'm being hypothetical place. here. Hypothetical. <laughs> so, let's just okay, hypothetical if Justin and I were doing well enough on the 340 to be like which we're not going to be, but hypothetically if we were and this first person person t- tipped over, we would probably have a little discussion, but we might just keep going at that point right. if we were that far along. But when, the reason I also know that's never going to happen because the people that get first place in 340 mile river race, they don't stop. They don't sleep. They go continuously. You, it's in an, you get 82 hours to complete this race. Justin and I have fully said we are not like paddling through the night. That's We're not, not trying our, to win. No. We're trying to complete. Complete. That is the goal. 
So with them, these people tipping over, we went over. I got grabbed onto the guy's oar, and then Justin kind of back paddled uh, over to the bank for them. But I mean, we had to go all the way over to the bank, and then we actually needed to be on the other side of the river because that's where the current was a little bit swifter. Right. So that cut us, you know, that broke us some down. But I think by we probably completed in about eight hours, which put our speed about. 6.35 miles, which is actually kind of where you need to be the first day of the race to make sure that you're completed. Now, when we were complete, like when we finished the race, um, I was just like, man, my arms are sore. Like I, I endurance wise, like I didn't feel bad cardio. I, th- like, I was like breathing. Okay. It's not like I was like huffing and puffing. And I was like, Oh man, I'm just completely worn. It was my arms and shoulders and everything that were more bothering me. So I was just kind of like, man, like the first thing I was like, we cannot do the race in this canoe. So we've already got a lead on another canoe that um, one of his... Can you not just rent one? We can. Okay. We can. But it's one of those things that he knows a guy. Actually, funny enough, the person that installed his floors recently, a 70-year-old guy, does this race. Does the shootout. He did really? the Missouri 340. He has won it before, from what I understand. And he's one of the ones that paddles throughout the night. Wow. And he Now, he has a... And he does it by himself? Uh... I don't know. He the, he may have. He has apparently multiple different vessels, and there's something that he used. I think it's called a river skiff, and it's basically like a very uh, narrow looking um, kayak mm. with a little thing for stability, like a little piece on the side to kind of like provide a little bit extra stability. And so, but he has done it. But he has willingly offered to give a to let us borrow one of his canoes, oh, which nice. Justin sent me the pictures of it. It looks much sleeker than what we used it probably much more lightweight and so i'm like okay because initially i was like when we finished the 51 i was like i'm i'm just not going to show up for the 340 i was like there's no way i can come do this i was like because we're just not going to be able to complete the race i just know we're we're not what's the point then but now having done it and like after being able to like kind of think about it collectively i'm like i would like to actually try to to, to do this and we've got our ground you know our wives are going to be our ground crew and i think it would just be a, a cool accomplishment to try to achieve whether we finish it or not right i think it would be a cool thing to do so a lot of missouri river on saturday but we did it and good job i'm proud of you thank you i will tell you we the the, the friend group got a little bit worried yeah because i heard about this so there's yeah. trackers that like if you go to the website to track and It'll say when you've reached a checkpoint, the time you did it, what what your next checkpoint is, the time they expect you to do it, and what time they think you'll finish. Yeah. And so, like, for the first couple hours, I think we were all checking it. Mm-hmm. Saturday went on. We all started doing our stuff. Well, 1 o'clock, Monica, we're all driving back from something. I don't even remember what it is. But I pull up the tracker, and it still says... Your your last one was at nine something, and you're expected to be at eleven something. And I went, and it still says you're at nine percent complete, and everybody else is way above it. And I'm yeah. like, something's up. I'm like, is it my phone? Not? I was like, yeah. Well, something's wrong. Ten minutes later, because I'm I'm driving, so I'm not trying to pay that much attention. Just I was curious. <clears throat> Steve posts in the thing. Hey, does anybody checked on the guys? Because the tracker thing is not looking promising. <laughs> and I was like, so, and I messaged and everybody's like, well, yeah, yeah it still says they're like, not, and I'm like, shit, getting it what happened? Yeah. But it says you're still out. Then that was the thing. I said, okay, those, this says they're still on the river. I gotcha. So 
they're dead. Their bodies haven't been found. <laughs> and it was just one of those. And Monica's looking on the her and Monica looks up Missouri River and she is like she gets a news article about dead bodies being found in this stretch of the river and yeah. she's like, "Well, that's not promising." <laughs> I'm like, I just you know. Yeah. So then I so then what was funny was I texted your wife, yeah, and then I texted somebody else, and um, I think it was Brent or something, and then. She replied to me, and then Brent replied in the chat, and it was just kind of like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And, and then lately I find out, I guess, it was based off Justin's phone, uh-huh, and Justin's phone died. No, it didn't. Well, that's what yeah. I thought. He thought it died as well, because he was like, man, I'm I, we're getting some of that. You just know, no reception yeah, out in the middle of nowhere? Maybe so. Maybe it just wasn't connecting at certain times. But then Emily kind of updated and said it said 67% complete or something like that at one point. So I don't know. The reception and you know what was actually being fed back to uh, the other people's trackers and stuff, I'm not sure how that worked. Hmm. But in the end, so 69 people entered the race. We finished 51st. And out of the people that 59, I think, no, 58 finished out of the 69. And I was like, hey, we weren't last. Right. We completed it. And then something that actually encouraged me quite a bit is when he went to go talk with his, uh, the guy that did his floors, Daryl, and to kind of, you know, talk to him about like the different canoes. He said, Daryl said he had a friend that has done the shootout before, done the Missouri 340 before. And he said the conditions were not great. On Saturday, when he and he was at that shootout with us, they weren't great because of the headwinds, and he didn't and it complete was cold. it. And he didn't complete it. His oh, friend Daryl didn't, or his no, friend his did. friend Daryl's friend didn't complete it. Who has done both? Right. So I was like, well, now I'm feeling pretty good because well, we had a terrible canoe. Our, our weather shifted, yeah, like two days before that, and yeah. it got cold and overcast well the most of the time and i will completely to be be honest that was the perfect weather to be out there because it wasn't too hot and once we got rowing and everything we got a little bit warmer just in general ourselves and like we were expected to get rain kind of at the beginning of the day and then at the end of the day that was something else i thought about later i was like oh shit are they getting rained on because it's supposed to be raining missed it completely all of it none of it like got us at one point i think when we were maybe about an hour to like being done I thought I heard thunder and I was like, Ooh, and there were, you know, there's storm clouds around us all over the place. And I was like, I was like, well, we need to like start booking it a little bit more. Cause I was like, I'd hate to like start getting poured on the last 30 minutes of the race. So I was like, let's, right. let's finish. Plus we thought we were close and everything. And then, like I said, we did it. So I was like, okay. And initially I was like, not going to do this. It's not going to work out. But now I'm kind of like, I think we can do it. We just need better, better, uh, device, a better canoe to go on it with and we need to we i think we're more prepared mentally for it like our mental fortitude is there and i know like muscle wise what i need to work on right so well, that's good. what i've been doing i'm proud of now you for, for that, you buddy. my friend Both of you. what's been in your face um well for the last week farming simulator 22 <laughs> yeah getting it, a lot of co-op i'm nights. no yeah nobody's nobody's playing with me i'm all oh, by myself um oh, i have a friend that actually <laughs> i have a friend that actually really loves farming simulator um but he hasn't played in a while and he said that he was don't wanna gonna, he said he was gonna um load it up and try it out again to see like where he's been and all yeah. this other stuff and he might do some stuff with me um but other than that like i've uh, football kind of blew up in my face uh did we talk about football before this or it we was did before? before okay well but we had it we were recording well right you know, whenever, but I, but we, just weren't. we weren't talking on there you can give the cliff notes um version. so 
uh, I went into the playoffs this season. Uh, Brent has been dethroned and for the last And his official word or his official statement, feeling pretty good. Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah. So going into the playoffs, I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> um, and then uh, the first drive of the game, Aaron Rodgers tears an ACL, and I have some no-name backup in, and I got destroyed. So – I was out in the first round, and so then he was not feeling very. Then I good. was not feeling very good. Um, Jeff went on to to knock Brent off for the second year in a row. Wow, which it's kind of a little weird dynamic going wow. on because even then Steve made it to the. Uh, it was Jeff and Steve to see yeah. go see plays Brent. It's shifting because so I'm like, all right. But all let's right. be honest, it's more exciting to have some competition in there, not Correct. the same person winning every year, because Correct. then it's like, hey, there's no dynasty. See what happens. You know, it's just like Thunder Games. Yeah. Justin had won that so many times in a row, and then Brent came out of nowhere and won it I, all. I agree. Um, so we had that. Uh, I've been playing baseball. I just, there's... How do you feel about it? Uh, 22, MLB. I'm guessing it's MLB 22 this yeah. year. How do you feel about it? So as a whole, gameplay is, a lot of the gameplay is still the same. Um, I feel like they've refined a lot of like small noticeable things that I don't think anybody who hasn't been playing it for like the last 10 years, like I have would notice. Um, my biggest thing is that I hate the fucking new announcers so bad. So they had had Joe Buck to announce. No, no. (laughs) so they had the same announcers for, I want to say for the last 10 plus years. And so on top of recording new lines every year, they used old lines. So, you could play, like, I remember last season, one of the things that was in a, one of the reviews, I don't know if it was IGN or somebody else, was like, uh, the announcing is probably one of the best games that has the best announcing. And what's so great about it is they have so much stuff recorded, you can play for seasons and always get new material. You'll get repeats because it's a video game and that's how that works. But you're, you'll always go, oh, I've never heard the announcer say that before because there's so much material in there. Well, they just scrapped those people mm. and put in two new guys that have, there's little to no variation in their lines. Every fucking time I play at Fenway Park and my Road to the Show character plays for the Red Sox, every game that I play in Fenway, I hear the same stupid story about this guy who was in college and one of the guys that when he was in college, he went and did the thing. And I'm like, I don't. You're like, okay, we've heard this before. When you play in Baltimore, hey, you used to play for the Baltimore Orioles. How did, you? and it's yeah. like. Look at that guy hit the ball. And we'll see, that's the other thing. All the other guys are like professional who've been doing broadcasting for forever. And these guys might do broadcasting, but like <clears throat> the flow sounds so natural. And it sounds like they're using a normal voice. And then the guy in this one is, and there's a base hit. And I'm like, almost feels like you're at like a little league. It really does. And it's so infuriating. And I'm like, look, if you were just trying to get a change, boom goes the dynamite. (laughs) I would rather that I I would give me some NBA jam, like boom, shakalaka, like give me something. I don't care. But well, you know that when like that famous, famous, like clip of the, the, like college announcer or whatever. And he was like, you know, clothing thing. And he's like, and it was like way late, and he's like, "Boom goes the dynamite," you know, just like right. so, like, yeah, basic. it was just nobody cares, and <laughs> yeah. boom goes the dynamite, and boom goes the dynamite. Um, but it's uh, it's so trying. I struggle so hard, mainly just listening to it, to yeah. where I've kind of turned off the announcers. You should, you should just turn it off and announce yourself. Um, no, I will say, see, I've used to also belaying baseball. We're all listening to my audiobooks while I 
I'll, I'll flip that on because yeah. I don't really need the sound except there are times where I'm like, I like listening to the sound of the ball hit when it hits the bat or, you know, yeah, okay. You, you get a little bit, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to know that. Um, so sick. Thank you. <laughs> so other than that, and then I've kind of just been testing farming simulators to see what it's at. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched, um, all, all the sitcoms Monica and I watch are done for the year. Mm. So, and then, um, but we just finished something though on, we just started hacks cause hacks is oh, yeah. back on. I saw that season. Two um, up. Hey, do you, do you guys watch Barry? So funny you say that. Yeah. Um, I said to Monica, I was like, Hey, I always hear about this show. It's supposed to be dark humor. Mm-hmm. And so w- we started watching halfway through the first episode. Something happened. We haven't gone back to it yet. This was only a couple nights ago. So it's on our list of things gotcha. to go back and watch. Yeah, I've been, it's one of those shows that I have just kind of started with. And I, I enjoy it. It's got like, I can, that dark humor. <laughs> the first episode, like he's just walking around this house and then. Spoilers. Spoilers. The first seconds. From like, yeah, 10 seconds. But still. Spoilers. Spoilers. All right. Starting 10 seconds. Starting now. He's he's just walking around the house and looks like he's just doing normal stuff. And then, boom, there's a dead guy sitting there. And you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. All right. There's 10 seconds. Anyways, no, I was just like, why? Okay. And so, yeah, we got about halfway through the first episode, but stopped it. The problem is, so there's Guilty Pleasure. There's a show on Netflix called The Circle that Monica and I love watching. It's a um, reality show. Oh, where they stick people okay. in. So there's a building that's got a whole bunch of apartments in it. And everybody, there's like, they stick six people in, in the, their apartments. The only way to communicate with each other is through a social media program called The Circle. Um, they set up profiles with pictures and who they are and their, their bios. And then they, uh, they have a chat room that they can all sit and talk in. They can private message each other. So the kicker is not everybody goes in and is themselves and then you don't know who anybody is until they get eliminated or um at the end of the season Mm -hmm. so some people go in so there was a guy on this season where that went in and he was his mom because he didn't think because he's more of a he feels he's a more mature person and likes having real conversations with people but he's really like 24 years old and you know he doesn't think anybody's gonna take him seriously so he made his entire profile his mom and he was trying to play as and act as a 63-year-old Italian mom. Hmm. So That's but, a nice. Right. So, But they go in. They put people in. I guess and I was then, more of a Borat. That wasn't really <laughs> Italian. The, I like a meatballs. There we go. The, <laughs> the whole season only lasts like three or four weeks. Yeah. Because after the first day, they and they've had time to talk to each other, they make them rank each other as a basically most popular to least popular in how they've interacted. The top two people get to pick, kick somebody off, but they don't ever actually meet each other. They all do everything in private chats and they talk, but there's cameras in everybody's apartments. So they talk through things and, you know, you get to see their, they talk about their opinions of who they think is who, and if Mm. they're real, if they're fake and all this other stuff. Anyways, the new season for that dropped and it all of a sudden it just turned into, Okay, so that could they do like could they do like a profile like I'm a rock <laughs> and just well, be they, like, kind of like a Groot, a Groot type thing. I am rock. Uh, just respond that to everything. I don't. Think I bet that be, one would win. I don't think it'd be entertaining, and I don't. Think I don't know. Do I bet it would win. So one of the, how can you argue? So against one of the I reasons, rock? and I will say one of the reasons I think Monica and I really like this show. Monica and I met online in a chat room. Oh, I didn't know that. That's kind of funny. I didn't know that about you. you what, okay, you didn't know that about me. No, I actually didn't. 
I really didn't. Okay, so Monica's from I mean, Ohio. You might have told me, but I forgot. But Mon- I just Monica's from know. Ohio. Yeah. Um, when we were eighteen, we met in a chat room on okay. AOL. And uh, AOL chat room. Right. Back in the so day. we talked all the time, and then she, uh, I think it was two thousand one or something 2000 2001 2002 somewhere in there um her and her family moved to florida <clears throat> and i had just gotten out of a couple shitty relationships and we were talking and we spent so much time just talking before all this like we we joke now kids nowadays don't understand the hardship of not having like having to pay for long distance mm-hmm. yeah. um Call waiting, oh, not yeah. being able to be on I, the. I sold long distance plans not, back in the day. Not being able to be on the phone while you were on the internet, this kind of shit. Um, Monica and I would spend hours talking all the time, and uh, like we wanted to talk late, so one of us would call time and temperature or movie phone, and then say, "Give me five minutes," and then five minutes later, that other person would call, so it would beep in on call waiting, and nobody would know the phone rang. Oh, what the heck? I so, had no idea about this. So so if it was like 10 o'clock at night yeah. and we wanted to talk, yeah. And but I'm not allowed to be on the phone. I'm supposed to be asleep. Right. I would pick up our phone That's too and funny. I would call movie phone. Thank you for calling movie phone. Yeah. Talking about KBRS, Hot 103 James and the pitch. Oh, oh, I oh that. not for like the long distance portion, just so that they, no. you had you were on the phone. So that I was on I the phone. I you were saying you had a workaround. To no, 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 no. Okay. We racked up a lot of um, very expensive phone bills that we got our asses chewed out for. We also would spend our own money on um, calling cards, calling cards Mm -hmm. just to talk. We were just really good friends and very close. And Mm -hmm. so then in two, like I said, 2002, I flew to Florida and spent a week with her. She was living at home with her, like her parents, I stayed at their house. Um, And we just had gotten by this point, it was, we were just, we felt committed and we were, we, Let's see if we can make this work for a long distance. So it had been a, like a year or so. And then um, I flew out and met her, stayed there, came back. Um, in m- end of May, she flew here and stayed at our, my place for a week with my, me and my mom. And then um, two months later, I got an apartment. She moved out here. And then, yeah. Nice. But, so because nice. of... Because that's how we met. I yeah. think that's a big reason as to why we find the show interesting because there was so much of that in mm-hmm. a chat room, mm-hmm. especially at that age where you're like, are these people genuine? Yeah. Are they whatever? No, I, could under- I could understand. Like, the, the private messages. Almost stuff. a little nostalgia type behind Don't, it of just being lot, like, oh, how does this, a lot. do you remember how that feels? Yeah. So it's, um, it's, I think that's one of the bigger reasons why. It's cool. You realize we've been re- doing this show for like over half an hour. We still haven't talked about anything. That's okay. It's fine. Um, so, anyways, that's what's been in my face. Really, nothing. Just yeah, I. There's one of two other things. Um, I played the Stanley Parable. I bought the Stanley Parable on Xbox. Um, just to try it because I it was one of those things. I always was like, oh man, I remember hearing about this and hearing good things. And I would say, you know, it's a kind of walking simulator type choose your own adventure. That's the best right. way I can wrap it up without spoiling anything because I. That's you know what you don't want to do. But it was, it's interesting, and I actually played it with my kids because it said it was E for everyone. So I was like, oh, I'll let them help me make decisions. And it was interesting to see what they came up so with. So after you said that to me, I've been thinking about getting it just so that I could play with, have the boys sit down and play yeah. with me. I, I mean, I think that's the thing is it can be kind of fun to just be like, hey, what do you want, what do you want me to do? Right. And then they were like, do this. And then I would like 
you know, and they'd be like, no, do this. Or, you know, it was just interesting to see what their takes were on things. And then um, I've been playing the Halo event Entrenched um, because they have another little special event going on. And there's an like armor sets and things like that that are given out as you meet different um, challenges. And so I just got a new armor set, which looks very steampunk, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's, that sounds cool. I'll have to look at that. Yeah. I'm probably not going to do all this stuff that I have on my list. A couple things I do want to talk about. Um, delays have continued more. Since we've talked, Starfield mm-hmm. and um, Redfall have been delayed, which I think you and I had already talked about. Yeah, it's probably going to be delayed because yeah. it, you hadn't seen much of anything. You, you, we just found out about Redfall last year, mm-hmm. and we almost halfway through the year still hadn't seen anything on Starfield. We knew it was going to be delayed. Um all the games that have been delayed so far that I have have been Suicide Squad, Breath of the Wild 2, The Witcher 3 next-gen update, um, EA's golf game has been delayed, uh, Redfall, Starfield, uh, Forspoken uh, was, pushed Forsp- to, was pushed to October, but it was supposed to be out earlier this year. Okay. I was going to say, I didn't, hear, I didn't hear that one. Well, it was supposed to be out earlier this okay. year. They pushed it to October. Okay. Um, the only thing left on the table for this year is Gotham Knights, God of War 2, uh, Saints Row, Hogwarts, Splatoon 3, and Modern Warfare 2. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 has had p- delay rumors, but they've all of a sudden just started dumping new information this week. So I don't think they, they, they say it's going to release in October. Mm-hmm. So um, there's also been a lot of delay rumors on Hogwarts Legacy. They're know, still saying holiday. Did you but, watch the video of that? Yes. Like the whole, that actually kind of looks impressive. Which makes me think it's going to suck. What? I've had this happen to me lately where there's, I've watched a trailer for a game and go, that looks amazing. And then the closer it gets, I go, that doesn't look so much. Like, uh, is it, it kind of seeing it like too much? Is that well, what you're, that, like, there's, you're saying? There's that and then there's... I get too hyped because it's a property that I like. I'm a I'm I'm a Harry Potter fan, so I'm like, this looks cool. This looks like you're giving me everything I want. But then the game gets close, and you're like, you're starting to get a little bit of like fear, almost. It's kind of like it's, it's oh, gonna no, like Marvel. It was one of those that like I'm not even a huge Harry Potter fan, but I watched that trailer and some of the things they were detailing about being an, it's an open world. Yeah, it which made me really excited. Yeah, about that it. I was like, man, cool. You can kind of go to experience stuff. They they have like almost like relationship type, you know, factors in there in the game. They have like, you know, all the different like stat developments and things as you're like going through school. Um, you know, you can fly a broom. You can meet like, you know, characters and stuff that are from like the, the movies and stuff like that that exist. Um I think it's based before everything, yes. isn't it? Okay, like yeah, quite a, long a bit time before. before. So you're not going to meet like Harry Potter, but like right. people that like would have existed back then and everything. But like there are just like it seems like there are systems that they have in place. I'm like, wow, it looks you guys very. Have a it looks lot. like they've been working on it. Yeah, it's like they've got a lot of shit going on in the game, and then they released the trailer for the dual sense controls mm-hmm. and like the your your house will be the color that the controller lights up in, and the adaptive triggers are being used and. Yeah. The haptic feedback and I am optimistic <clears throat> that it just I mean it's one of those things that I'm just like I I, I feel like I have found more and more that I'm not a big open world game because I feel like it just gets it's too much and when I'm like right. oh if it's gonna be like 
15 hours plus, I'm almost like, eh. There's a balance I need to work on in there. I feel Ghost of Tsushima was perfect in a balance of what to do versus everything else. Mm -hmm. Even in Ghost of Tsushima, when I played it, I got to like a point where I was like, meh, I'm kind (laughs) of done. So, but like, that's just me is that I just get to a point with some things where I'm like, I feel like I've just, I don't want to do any more. I'm just kind of like, want to kind of move the story forward or something. But like seeing what they showed for the Hogwarts thing, I'm like, I'm like, okay. I was like, this is promising. Am I going to, I'm not, it wouldn't be something for me, but I just think it looks cool. Oh yeah. So I'm curious to see how it goes. So this is going to lead into the next thing I want to talk about. There's Kotaku. I guess over the last week, a lot of people were talking about canceling their game pass subscription for some reason. And Kotaku posted an article about, is there game pass fatigue and nobody wants to play this stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think when, first of all, don't cancel game pass. There's a lot of shit to play on game pass. A lot of good games. I mean, it's just... It's just the narrative... Well, the narrative right now is that there's no AAA games coming into Game Pass, and so that's what people which, are saying. Is which that, is like, what I was just going to segue back into yeah. all the delays. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's happening right now, and you can't control that. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's... But with that, like, I mean, how many gems have I played on Game Pass? Or even given a chance to, like, try. Right. You know, and stuff like, you know, Tunic. 10 out of... T- like that... Like, actually, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Like, right. I was like, 9 out of 10 game, fantastic. It was on Game Pass. Loved it. Gonna go back and go back and enjoy it again. Sea of Thieves that I've been playing here recently, on Game Pass. Right. You know, and it's a game that came out a long time ago, but it's just like, I've gone back to it and been like, hey, if it wasn't there, right. I probably wouldn't be playing it. I think the problem is, this is, whether it's PlayStation's, I can't say now anymore. Oh, shoot. I don't remember the name of their new. They're the, the PlayStation Plus new service. thing, or it's Game Pass. The, the the biggest thing you get from these type of things are the discovering games you would have never That's played what I before. Love. I agree. I think I think that yeah. is what I have gotten out of the service yeah. more than anything else. Um, I think I think what hurts, quote unquote, hurts Microsoft a little is their biggest selling point is their games mm-hmm. are day and date. And when, um, I mean, Redfall's was big and anticipated, but mm-hmm. Starfield, I think, was the big... Yeah, that's the big when, when, pull that they were... Right, you know. like, you can sprinkle in some other AAA games that are on there for a little bit, and people are like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. But it's those first-party exclusives, and when you immediately take your biggest, possibly your biggest release mm-hmm. of the entire year and move it, you now have... You've taken away something to look for. You can, like... So say you, you've played everything on Game Pass, but you know Starfield's going to come in November, so you're fucking mm-hmm. hyped... You don't care. You leave yeah. your, your your subscription. You do your thing. Go on about it. Yeah. But then it gets delayed, and you're like, well. Yeah. Personally, for me, and I mean, I know that I'm preaching to the choir. I know that you're not like saying. I'm not the you're audience. Not, yeah, you're not the audience. <laughs> but the thing is, is when I have added up the total of like games that I would have like bought versus exactly. the games that I would have never bought or anything like that or like not even tried, I'm like, it adds like the price is worth it to me. Yes. The price is worth it to me to keep it because there are so many games that I'm just like, I'd like to try that. Yeah. And I may, I may hop into it for an hour or two and then be like, eh, that's not really for me. But guess what? I also didn't just spend 15, $20 right. or something even for some of those indies. And that's, you know, price of game pass, which game pass ultimate um, is 15 bucks. So I'm just right. like, cool. That alone. And then in addition, you know, we have, um, PlayStation State of Play coming up. We have yep, uh, Jeff Keeley's Summer Game Fest. Summer Game Fest, and we have Xbox's you know 
summer whatever right. i don't know what they're calling it but like but everybody that was going to be at e3 which has now officially been canceled yeah. all around um they're having has, their own thing has said we're just going to join some game fest yeah and do something yeah you know. and so i like with that i mean hey if you want to unsubscribe to game pass fine and, and join back whenever like those triple but see, that's the thing is i'm like cool go yeah save yourself like people and this is this is i think a mindset issue that people mess with subscription-based services as a whole anyways you don't have to stay subscribed to it like in the i think and i think it's probably maybe an issue more with older (laughs) generations where we had cable yeah and you paid x amount like you couldn't just cancel it and then re-add it it was a pain it was a pain call the customer service they would ask you over and over why are you sure are you sure exactly we'll give you this deal exactly they try to (laughs) offer you a better deal to stay with them and you know what's really nice i you know, was like, hey, I'm going to hold on to Paramount Plus for a couple months because, you know, the Halo show's coming out. And I'm like, wow, this show's ass. Guess what? It's off. I'm it's done. Off. I'm not paying for that and again. And guess what? If they release something else later and you're like, yeah, oh, I'll check that out. On. And then it, exactly. it, it's like. It's as simple as that. And I think it, you know, it would be better for you to look at it and say, hey, I'm going to try this for a little while. And if I like it, cool. But if yeah. I don't, X out. Well, that was, done. so that was a conversation I was having with a buddy of mine who wasn't sure if he wanted to do the, whatever the playstation the, the highest tier of the premium. PlayStation, PlayStation thing was. he's like well i want the essentials and i'm like then sign up for essentials and or, or sign up for premium mm-hmm. and guess what you get essentials yeah take try for a month or two you don't like it drop down to premium or drop down to essentials and he goes well then what if they change it later then just up it for the next month when they yeah. do that like well and it's the i same will thing say with there, game pass there is like, some things with subscriptions that i think some companies do hope you subscribe and you forget Right. And then you just have a monthly cost. I'm not one of those people. And right. so if anything, you know, sometimes like when you like donk your head and you're like, oh, I should have had a V8. And I'm like, man, I wish I could remind myself, hey, guess what we have in our pocket? A mobile computer. Right. And if you just like with most phones, you can say, hey, remind me in one month to do this. Right. And it will. And then what they but, but on top of that is hoping you forget um, is then they make it a little bit more tongue in cheek and how they sell you sell it to you because it's like you can do it for a month and just cancel whenever you want yeah but just so you know if you get it for six months yeah which is what playstation is doing and then what microsoft so basically if you get um i think six months is a bit of a discount 12 months is a a much like 20 to 30 dollar discount well, Microsoft, everyone's noticed they're not selling Game Pass Ultimate anymore in different tiers. Mm-hmm. It's just like by three months or one month. Yeah. Because they're like, well, why aren't you selling it? And I think the reason Microsoft doesn't sell it by 12 months is because it's one thing to look at a, a price tag that says $40 for three months or one month for $15. And then looking at a price tag that says 12 months for 100 like I, there's a there's a sticker shock there and i think if they keep them i think microsoft's doing it where if they keep it lower and not show you what it is if you buy a larger yeah, one like a, where sony's going hey this looks like a large amount but you're really saving putting the little have, like in kind of um you know parentheses below it this is x amount dollars per month yes like if you buy the higher tier yeah at, so for a longer period so everybody has their own way of trying to get you to spend oh yeah money these companies all want our money but as long as they as long as everybody continues to have a monthly one even if it's a little bit more expensive all you do is turn it on and turn it off yeah and you know what game pass if you you really feel that way about game pass turn it off Mm -hmm. and then 
when they finally announce the next big... Yeah, which I'm hoping... I imagine that... Well, I would hope that they've got some type of plans that they're going to announce something. Now, what I have learned from Microsoft is they usually don't. I'm like, man, the stage is set up for them to do something amazing, and then they don't. So, yeah. I'm, like, in all honesty, my expectations are very low. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. They could surprise me. Yeah. That was funny. They uh, So, the thing for the state of play, everyone was like, yes, God of War update. And then they said in their announcement, this is for new third-party games. Mm-hmm. And, and a couple updates on VR. So automatically, like, so there, there's updates on third-party games and unveilings yeah. of one or two third-party games. But people have looked at it and still gone, God, a war well, update. Because nobody reads. And it's the nobody same issue anything. with every time Microsoft or Sony have done one of these, I'm like, or even Nintendo, it's like, it tells you what to expect. If you And then people get mad and they're like, well, Microsoft didn't show us an update for Starfield. I was like, well, there are things that they flat out said. Like, not showing not, updates for Starfield. Right. Like, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, though. I'm getting I'm getting the feels more and more that Ragnarok actually might come out this year. I don't know. Don't back down on me. I don't Ragnarok know. Ragnarok will starting, not release. I'm starting to feel it. Like, some people, you know, they made the point of like, well, they're not showing it. So, but I'm like. But they may also just hold it for like an end of the summer, like hey. Well, they always do. Yeah, like a big like production per per game. Exactly. They do a production, right? So right. I'm like, so I'm, I'm like, not expecting. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm kind of feeling like, and I heard a rumor that like toys have like been produced and dropped, and like their release date is in September. So I'm like, forgot a war. Yeah, forgot a war. So I'm like, well, that's a. Uh, I'll say this: if they're releasing it because they literally finish it the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And they're happy with it, and it's exactly what they wanted to do. I like how you're putting a caveat on this. Well, no, because because like, here's because here's my fear, and yeah. I said this when Starfield, not Pushed on here, and they delayed. If if they legit finish the game, like, and everything stays according to their plan, then I'll eat, I'll eat crow, whatever. That's fine. You got it out. I was wrong. But if they went, hey, Starfield is no longer a competition cut whatever corners you need to to make sure this releases i don't i don't need halo infinite release in god of war terms where you cut half of the features out just to make sure it releases yeah. when it's the supposed god of war multiplayer they cut <laughs> the well, right but like <laughs> yeah like wow why there's why are there so many bugs in this like yeah. you know i don't want i don't want you to just release it because all of a sudden the window is open as to what you well but i don't think like in all honesty the santa monica studio i don't think they would do that and i also don't think sony would push him to do it so i don't know i'm just getting the feels that like i don't know i, I feel like it's, I, it I mean, could. okay so that's i just want to put that out there a couple more quick things um do you care that Microsoft passed on both Marvel and the Knights of the Old Republic remake? No, I played them on Xbox back in the day. I'm good. Well, no, well, the Knights of the Old Republic, but like when Marvel approached Sony and Xbox individually about doing like a game or something, right? And Marvel said no, so they went to Sony or um, Xbox. Microsoft. Microsoft said no, so they went to Sony. No, I think it's just one of those things, like whatever their schedule looked like at that time. It's kind of like, well, I, it would have been nice to maybe add a property in there. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't really think it matters. Like, and I guess part of that for me is I can't imagine a Spider Man game not being made by Insomniac. Like, that studio was wholly equipped. 
with all the right people to make because well, of um, inf- Infamous. Yeah. They ha- kind of have that superhero. Even with that, I just kind of make, it makes me wonder what, who, what other property would like Microsoft be, would like Marvel and Microsoft been a good like meld? Like who would have been a good Punisher one? because it's a shooter and Microsoft's. Yeah, they know they're shooters. But like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just was thinking like what other property. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily. There, there are a lot of, I just, I'm seeing a lot of. Spider-Man. Just. I'm seeing, you know, I see PlayStation people go, ha, you guys are stupid. And I see Xbox people going, why the fuck would we pass this stuff up? But at yeah. the same time, I'm like, you guys are doing really good right now in terms of. What you got going on well, with Game Pass? And, and there's not a guaranteed hit. I mean, look at Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Even though <coughs> it's sold fine, you know, like Square Enix or whatever is like, well, it didn't sell to what we, you know, planned. So it's like, it's not like every game that comes out. I mean, or even just Marvel Avengers. Avengers. You know, that's the thing is it's right. not a guaranteed hit. What they put out, you still have to make a good quality game around it. So it's just kind of like I feel like if you found the right property, okay, maybe you can maybe you can work with it, whether it's Punisher or you know somebody else within that world. But at the same time, it's like I also don't know what their slate looks like. Maybe they were kind of looking at stuff and they're like, "Hey, man, like there's really no no fluff here right. that we can like say we could put a schedule schedule that in here now." Maybe with Starfield and Redfield gone, they could have. But you know, <laughs> maybe now you know. But who knows? We'll see. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Jedi Survivor trailer? It's okay. So the I feel CGI like, trailer. The thing, thing is that I feel like you and I kind of feel the similar about the first Jedi or the Fallen Order, Fallen Order game, which I was like, it, we liked it, but I don't think we loved it. Right. Like we had complaints about like the combat. It's a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not what I wanted. Exa- it's like exactly. Like when we talk about it, we were like talk about with this feeling of like, we never got to the point of feeling like a major like strong jedi and it was just like you know you'd force push somebody and they'd kind of like shrug and right. you're like yeah they back up a little right little whereas like, even star wars force unleashed you know you would be like tossing people around and right. throwing them all over the place and it was like that's kind of what i expected a little bit to power up to and then the dark soulsy aspect of like saving and then the enemies would come back it just surprised me. And uh, our friend Burton, who was on the show, yeah. we were talking about the game and like the puzzles. He's like, man, what's, what is this? A puzzle, you know, like temple. And I was like, it caught me off guard too. Like I right. was like puzzles. I was like, okay, well I'll figure this out. I felt like they took, they were like, these, all these games are successful. Pick one thing from each. Yeah. And it was like, oh. and I just, I, I felt like nothing was tight enough. Like, that was the thing. I was like, I had fun enough with it, but nothing was tight enough that I was like, this feels really good. So the the one way I'll play devil's advocate here is you took a studio that's never made this type of game before. Yeah. That is a good point. And made this game. That is a really good point. So now they have that game under their belt. So, you know, to say, to kind of go back to the question about like, what did I think of the trailer? I kind of was like, okay, let's see what you bring into the table. How are they going to Metroid... You know, him, are they going to like, right. how are they going to take away his powers so you have to build them? Or maybe you start from there and you actually get stronger. That'd be nice right? to kind of be like, or maybe you played as new tube boy. So who knows? We'll see. Um, yeah, no, I I was like, it's it's a just a trailer. Like, it's, you're not showing me gameplay, yeah. which I've gotten to despise trailers that don't show me gameplay. I don't know why. No, I can understand. It's, you're a, not it's really an announcement saying. trailer that they were showing at a Star Wars event. Yeah, it, it, there's a very good chance we'll obviously see something 
you know, there's a good chance we might see something at the state of play. True. So, well, and it, you know, what I've learned is that like, you know, like I had to even say, I'm not a huge star Wars guy. I don't know who this is. Cause I've seen like all the movies, but I've never dived into the clone wars and right. like the CGI, the stuff that's been made outside of it, other than like Mandalorian and stuff, which is kind of a story in itself in a way. Um, but like, when that guy showed up, I was like, I don't know who that is. And somebody's like, that's the Green Inquisitor. He's the guy that like orders people to go hunt down all the Jedi. And that's like his goal. I'm like, okay. I still don't know what that right. means. Like that doesn't mean anything to me. But people that are uh, know the lore and are excited about it, that may be like, oh, we're actually going to see this guy. He's a bad guy. This is going to be crazy. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, real quick, what were your thoughts on the Gotham Knights demo? Uh. Bad. I think we it's, talked it's, about that last time. I, I don't. Think, I don't think we, we talked. Not? We did not. It's bad. Yeah, I feel. I, it's one of those where I feel bad for the team a little bit because I'm just like, I feel like all the, the lessons that were should have been learned from like all the Arkham games before, none of them are being brought over. And then just as the things, I, I'm just like, I, there. I have no interest in playing this. Like, there's just nothing other than they're the one thing multiplayer. Playing with somebody else, I'm like, that could be kind of fun. But you have four players, but they're only limited to two. two. Yeah. But I'm like, that could be kind of be fun to be in a, a city with somebody and just be jacking around, in all right. honesty. For well, like, right, right. Let's go find a, a big group of people yeah, and just get into a fight. You know, bruiser them up and stuff like that. But I just feel like it just shows pretty poorly. And if that game does get another delay, it wouldn't surprise me. I would rather it get another delay and then... Yeah. Fix some Did things. you hear about the people freaking out about Barbara Gordon's, uh, like her profile oh, thing? Right, that she she gained the ability to walk again through fortitude and training or right. something, and then they changed it to surgery and rehab or right. something. Right. So the, in um, so it was very interesting yeah. in the Arrow television show. Uh-huh. Um, Ollie's love interest gets hurt and her back gets broken. She's in a wheelchair. Um, the guy. Wow, I forget his name. Ray Palmer, um, the Atom in DC Comics, is a scientist who develops a nanotechnology that ends up helping, via surgery, fix her back to where she can walk again after several seasons of being in a wheelchair. They have ways of fixing this. And it always blew my mind why Barbara Gordon was still in a wheelchair other than stupid storytelling tropes. You know what I mean? For sure. like years, she was but, in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, and I tropey, tropey. Yeah. Well, see, and a friend of mine talked to me about it once and he goes, it's, it's at the time when that storyline happened, that kind of technology wasn't around. And I know it's not a, I, I, I think comic books try to not go full sci-fi on some things too like too far into what could be in the future they're obviously they make leaps of thought of well we this could possibly happen Mm -hmm. but i think the older we've gotten and the more technology is advanced if i were to tell you right now that some doctor came up with some kind of nanotechnology to repair the a spinal cord Mm -hmm. and people can who've been paralyzed for years can start learning how to move their limbs again it doesn't sound that far fetched Mm -mm, no but 25 30 years ago yeah it'd be like people would be like what is what is nano what is you know like what does that mean you know well so i i think the further along it's gotten you can do but it's a well (laughs) way better storyline than saying or story than saying 
Well, through hard work and perseverance, she went from being paralyzed to walking. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> I just loved it. It was pretty funny. I was like, I was like, that's pretty funny. But I think it just, it's one of those things that just makes me be like, I don't feel like the team has a handle on what they don't. It's going to make I don't, I don't feel work. like they do. So, but um, last thing I want to ask you quick, real quick about, um, so Disney might buy EA. Mm-hmm. EA's basically said we're, we're for sale. Um, Amazon, Disney, Apple, and Apple are all in. Are the bidding? Are the bidding ones? <laughs> if one of them bought it, and I know it, in a perfect world, none of them would buy it. It'd be somebody else that knows what the fuck they're doing with video games. Um, but in a perfect, or in, in your mind, who would you want to buy it, and who would you not want to buy it of those three? Mm. I. Th- MFK with (laughs) right. Uh, I think that uh, Disney's probably maybe the best property or business to buy it just with their background with like ESPN and sports coverage and things like that already. So maybe they would kind of bring some aspects. Do you think they'd piece out then their different like keep the sports games and then piece out the other franchises? Yeah, maybe they would a little bit of just kind of say, hey, you know, Madden's been the same like little twerk uh, tweaks every year, like let's adjust it, you know, with like other, you know, sports games, they'd kind of maybe move it around there. Um, but I think they would be the, maybe the best to handle. It's kind of funny because I feel like they would maybe be best with the sports aspect of it, where I feel like an Apple could handle maybe some of the other things like um, uh, Plants vs. Zombies and the mobile style Peggle. games. Yeah, like that. Like I feel like Apple would maybe fit that a little bit more. So I guess I'm saying Amazon's the one that I don't want buying them. <laughs> so well, okay, so that's funny. So for to me, Disney makes the most sense. But I'd be afraid Disney's owned video game studios before and didn't succeed very well. It'd almost be like, do they treat it they have to treat it like Marvel? Which is when I'm, by the way, we need another episode. I need a whole conversation about how I'm on board with the new guy running WB because I think he's going to take the appropriate steps with DC Comics moving forward. But they need to treat it like what they do Marvel, where they hire a large person from within the video game industry, head up our games division. Yeah, kind of like a Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, yeah. So so you're like, and run it. Yeah. Right? I'd even be okay if I get, they want to, like the non Disney friendly type stuff they might have, you know, IPs for piecing out and selling, but keeping the strong ones for them. Um, I feel like Amazon would do a better job at sticking with like releasing certain games, still getting a Madden on all consoles type thing. Whereas I feel like, I guess I'm more worried about Apple just, they're mobile, kind of, they're kind of more the unknown. Mobile-fying ev- yeah. everything. That'd be my you, only. You'd get Madden uh, mobile. Right. I'm like, I don't. You guys could play your games just on on the, the phone. Right. I just maybe that'd yeah, be awesome. I'm good. Maybe that'd be the coolest thing you ever you ever done. Treat it like a chess game. On this play, I want to do this with exactly. this and this, and the person goes, "Well, I'm going to try to defend this, this, and this, and then let it automatically play go. out and see what happens." I'd there actually more of a simulator. I would actually probably Boom. play that. See, um, now Apple's looking pretty good, isn't it? No. So I think I'm going to say I would rather it be Disney. So you would want to marry Disney. You want to fuck, fuck Amazon. Amazon and you want to kill, kill Apple. Apple. Yeah. Whereas I'm Disney, Apple, Amazon. Yeah. 
So Disney's the marrying type for both of us. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I know. Sad, isn't it? <laughs> Real quick. Have you seen this Winnie the Pooh horror thing? <laughs> I just saw stills that popped up. Holy shit. <laughs> I had to explain. And I was like, how did the guy, the guy from China, the president of China, show up in this trip? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. How did they get him to appear in this? So I was. I had to explain to the to the boys what public domain meant. Because... Like, <laughs> Because Austin was like, "How can they make this? Yeah. Is he president? What is that guy?" And I was is like, "Emperor." China? And, and so, so that? then he goes, "So one day, Mickey Mouse." I went, "Nope." Disney has enough money and enough lawyers to make sure Mickey Mouse never enters the yeah, public. People's domain. Republic, of China. head of state, Xi Jinping. How did he get in that? In that, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna miss this. You know, we I can never this. go to China now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That's fine. We need. We, it's Japan that we're wanting to go to, not China. Yeah, that's anyways, true. So. Sam, it's good seeing you. We need to do this again. Um, I've talked uh, with you about maybe doing this bi-weekly to be, get easier on the schedule. Yeah, that probably would work. And we've that got does, summer, which so that'll make things a little bit like little easier, flexible. More um, the I will say that doesn't mean like even if we do switch this to bi-weekly, that doesn't mean like hey, guess what? There's a we just already talked about it. There's a um, state of play yeah. Thursday, so we'll probably maybe Three things next, coming up. You probably work next weekend though, don't you? I feel like it's been a month. I do. Maybe Thursday night. Yeah, we may be able to do that. Okay, cool. As always, it's good to see you, sir. Good to see you too, and everybody, enjoy your games.